Agenda setting conversations of the day. Well, as we're in stage six load shedding again, and I'm afraid until further notice again, Parliament is now considering the bill that will see the National Treasury paying back around 250 billion rand of Eskim's debt. Eskim's debt's sort of around the 400 billion rand mark. The deal, as I understand it, comes with certain conditions as announced in the budget earlier this year. Eskim would not be allowed to build new generation plans. It would have to fund itself from the tariff. So in other words... Eskimo will have to run itself from the money that you pay it for electricity. Dr. Duncan Peterson is the Deputy Director General for Asset Liability Management at the National Treasury. Dr. Peterson, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, to you and the listeners. Okay, this has been in the works for a long time. Obviously, this is very important for Eskimo. What conditions are you going to attach to this deal? Um, Stephen, at the moment, there are about um, eight conditions. And um, the conditions are really about making sure that you have a sustainable ESCOM going forward and that ESCOM does not um, get itself back into the debt challenges that it had previously. Uh, And these are the proposed conditions that the minister is putting forward, which will be finalized once the bill is enacted. Uh, A couple of the main conditions include what you've just mentioned, which is that uh, ESCOM's uh, capital expenditure is being restricted to transmission and distribution infrastructure, and then also for maintenance on the existing fleet, which was obviously an area that they constrained previously, given their debt and their balance sheet challenges. Uh, Another condition is that uh, no new borrowing will be allowed until the end of the debt relief period. And this is because um, we are effectively through this debt relief arrangement, supporting ESCOM with all of its debt requirements. And one of the challenges we had previously with previous ESCOM support is that the support would go to ESCOM, but they would continue to incur additional debt. And then their underlying debt uh, and therefore solvency and liquidity challenges would not be addressed. And then there are various other other conditions as well, which relate to what the debt relief can be used for. The fact that they cannot implement remuneration adjustments that negatively affect their financial position. Um, and certain restrictions on what needs to happen with the sale of non-core assets. Okay. When you say they can't build any more generation capacity, and Dr. Peterson, unfortunately, lawyers are lawyers, is that defined? So it obviously means they can't build a new power station. That's obvious. But does it mean that they can't build a new unit at a current power station? Or does it mean that they can't buy a new boiler for a unit at a current power station, if you see what I mean? Yeah, so um, the the condition as it is currently proposed, Stephen, says that uh, the only capital expenditure that they can undertake for their, uh, on the generation side, relates to environmental standards, like minimum emission standards, flue gas desulfurization, and very importantly, any required maintenance. So that capital maintenance that is required on the existing fleet that they have uh, constrained thus far, including, for example, a new boiler, that would be allowed um, under this um, under this uh, proposed condition. Okay, so they could spend a billion rand on fixing that chimney at Kusile, and that's fine. That that makes sense to me. You you said, if I understood you correctly, that they would not be allowed to. Uh, let me put it in journalism language, they would not be allowed to basically have an increase in workers' wages at Eskom that would be bad for Eskom. So if workers now, the NEM is demanding a 15% increase, I presume that would be bad for Eskom. Well, I think um, what's important to us, uh, Stephen, insofar as this condition is concerned, is that 
ultimately we want a sustainable escom uh, an escom that is financially sustainable and so all that the condition speaks to which one would imagine uh, would be consistent with the fiduciary responsibility of the escom board anyway is that they should not implement remuneration adjustments that negatively affect their overall financial position um now of course i guess one can haggle over what exactly that means but ultimately we don't want this entity to be in a position where its financial position is impaired as a result of any uh, wage uh, agreements that are struck so do they have to come to you before they can sign off on a wage deal uh, that is not uh, currently in the conditions um uh, steven but i should say that the minister of finance will finalize these conditions as i mentioned earlier once the bill is enacted so it is possible that there may be um certain tweaks and changes uh, to these conditions in particular as we are going currently through a a parliamentary process where we are engaging in public consultation including with various committees uh, who will i'm sure also be making various suggestions around the conditions um you say eskim must fund its expenditure from the tariff in other words it must fund its operations from the money it gets from selling electricity. Now, that makes sense. The problem is it's not getting the tariff. The municipalities are not paying. I know this was also in the budget speech, but, I mean, I don't. I haven't seen measures that are now going to make the municipalities pay. So, And, and I'm sure someone will say, oh, but Eskom must recover the revenue. It's Eskom's problem. But it's an impossible problem. So, I mean, the problem is now so big that I wonder if, it's actually not going to solve anything by saying that Eskom must recover it from the tariff. We know that uh, people who can are sort of trying to get out of Eskom. They're doing solar or whatever they are. So are companies um, and, and councils aren't paying. Yeah, Stephen, I think when the, when the minister first announced uh, our intentions around this debt relief arrangement, uh, he made the point that there are three areas that are going to be critical uh, for us to have a sustainable Eskom. The one is um, cost-reflective tariffs. Um, and you would have seen that the latest decision by NERSA, while um, uh, it did not give ESCOM what ESCOM uh, uh, um, requested, it does move in the direction of cost-reflective tariffs. And I think does help ESCOM significantly from an income statement point of view. The second issue was, of course, ESCOM's debt, which we've dealt with in this um, through this arrangement. And the third issue was the municipal debt, uh, which is why uh, we put forward a few weeks ago a uh, proposal to municipalities to um, uh, where ESCOM will consider writing off a portion of their debt over time in exchange for those municipalities meeting certain conditions, including keeping their current, current accounts up to date. So we are trying to tackle the various elements of this problem and all of these should then lead to an ESCOM that is able to fund uh, its capital and other uh, requirements on the strength of its own balance sheet. Dr. Duncan Peterson, thank you. Deputy Director General for Asset Liability Management at the National Treasury.